Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm a few who are happy good day. We appreciate how the Lord has been helping us and sustaining us to this very point. November 20th, 2022 is another Sunday. And Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. I'm a few who are happy good day. Our topic for Sunday is God made us for a purpose, and that is taken from the book of Ephesians chapter 2, 1 to 10. The topic is emphasizing to us how we are God's workmanship, and when we I'm saying we are, I'm referring to believers. We are God's workmanship and has been created for a specific purpose. This is leading us to our introduction, which is able to explain to us of a story of a woman who was popularly called Cash Madam. She is a very troublesome woman, even though she is a businesswoman. Very troublesome and irresponsible. She is very much in record of a lot of evil deeds and who lacks respect for people. He treats people bad and uh, as as to all of his conduct which was reflecting his callous behavior all of this pointed to the fact that he wasn't somebody whom anyone would reckon with even for a good thought of life but there is a particular woman whom she has also made trouble with but who had resolved to rather be praying for the salvation of this cash madam she had been has been making known the name of this woman before the lord in prayer and asking that god would encounter her and to the glory of god catch madame became saved by god's grace and this is where our lesson is coming from today not minding all that she has done not in reference to all the the actions she has taken even over others god still make her qualified for salvation and that is what is general for everyone as we go through our study today in which paul is able to explain to us that our salvation is not by our work but just by the grace of god and then much more the singular act of that neighbor whom though ordinarily shouldn't have become someone to be praying for a person who has not been treating her well but who, because of the understanding of our purpose of living, took it all on herself and was living a life that is worthy unto the calling of God upon her, interceding that others might be saved, and in particularly, cash, madam. This is our lesson as we go on to understand much more how the Lord is calling you and I to partner with him, ensuring that we live unto the purpose at which he has called us to live and much more to understand that as christians even though we are not saved by our work but then our work in the new life we have found ourselves in jesus still matters and must correlate well with that nature of christ in us quickly to our golden text which is taken from ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 it's readers for we are god's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful for an opportunity to come to learn at your faith. We bless you because your help is all that has been sustaining us and your love to us is just incomparable. 
Lord, for this that we have come to again know today, we ask, O oh Lord, that you will make our heart to rejoice in the truth and in the love that you sacrifice unto us in Jesus' name. We ask that you will help us to live unto your praise now and forever. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The lesson is in three parts, and the first part of the lesson says, Dead true transgression. That is from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. And clearly, Paul is trying to explain here to the church in Ephesus. And what he's saying clearly to them is reflected in comparison of two things. He was able to make reference to their past life and reference to their present life. And what it is of the characteristics of the life they were living before now. They were living a life of sin. They were living a life that was not in accordance to God's way, but of the conduct of the world. And they have been also been living in the direction and control of that same spirit who had been controlling children of disobedience and that is the devil but now in the newness of of the life they have received in christ jesus true love of christ towards them true mercies that christ jesus or god chose to host true christ jesus death on the cross there is a new life now that they have and this is what Paul is bringing again to the, their consciousness and which is trying to emphasize to them that they should understand that they have become now no longer living by the life that they lived before, but now they made new in the life that God has presented to them through Jesus Christ. And mind you, the life before now is a life that is separating man from God. It is a life that is not making God's relationship with man to be possible. And why? Because of sin. Sin brings separation of us and God. And that is one thing you and I must take note. Whenever we indulge in sin, what we are doing is that we are keeping God far away from us. Because God cannot behold our iniquities. eyes cannot. And definitely at that point when we have when we are wrapped up in sin or we have engaged ourselves in sin, we are unworthy before the Lord and we cannot be able to have any fellowship with him. And as a result as well, we are destined for what is called punishment because the wrath of God is upon everyone who has not been able to do all that he wants them to do or live the life he needs them to live. And so to you and I who have been, been saved, the word of God is coming again to us to understand that, yes, the salvation has come to us through Jesus Christ, but we have to be guided. We have to understand that we must not indulge in sin. If we allow ourselves to be lured again to that past life, to that old life, to that life of sin, to that life controlled by the spirit of this world who is is against in the mind of the, the, the mind of human unto obedience but rather to disobedience if we allow it to continue to control us then we would not be able to behold the wrath of god but if we stay to live on in the new life that christ has presented to us then we will always be acceptable and continually in the cordial relationship with god and for as many who are yet to also come to embrace this mercy and love that God has extended to us through the death of Jesus Christ, giving unto us salvation, then it is nothing pointing down the punishment that amounts to living the life of sin and living it of Christ is still open out there. 
So this part is encouraging us all to consider and cherish the grace that God has extended unto man, which is only in demonstration of mercy and love towards us by Jesus Christ. I pray that no one who hears at this point will miss the extending grace and love of Christ that he has made available, will miss it, but rather our heart always we will accept and dwell therein, embracing the salvation that Jesus has made available. I pray this is all our portions in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of the lesson says, made alive with Christ. Please read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 7. And then, what is this part trying to make clear to us? Uh, having, having been able to consider the nature, the sinful nature of people and how we have been able to have that nature being, being transformed through Jesus Christ, giving unto us a new nature. Here again, there is a process that salvation had taken unto mankind that we must understand. This newness of life that Christ gave to us went through. There is a process around it. And one thing we must understand, which is clear here, is the fact that it is a great extension of God's love. That's the first thing. It is rich in God's mercy towards man. And in a demonstration of it, we were made to be dead to our transgression. And grace brought us the salvation that we need. And how do I know it? When we go through verse 4 and 5, we'll get it all clear from this part. So there is a grant of a relationship, a cordial one that Christ brought on heart. Jesus made available unto human on heart with God again that is bringing a reconciliation with us and God so that our sin that has become a separation of us and God will no longer be deterring us that fellowship that we need with God and salvation was ushered unto man it's no other demonstration than an extraordinary grace of God upon man and when we are talking about grace we are expressing no other thing than that which we do not merit the favor that no one merits but which was just accorded unto man similarly we can give this word of grace and acronyms as well to mean God's riches at Christ's expense Christ was released at his own expense God released grace unto us through Christ Jesus and then what is this part opening unto us again to make us understand it is by grace of God that we are saved and we are meant now to live spiritually we are meant to live in Christ Jesus we are no longer meant to continue in our sinful nature and this grace that has extended unto us salvation is also releasing blessing unto us blessing of the life eternity and mind you this grace it is not of our working it is not by anything we have been able to do it is not by our pious life no it is by the when we say grace it is just because someone somewhere decide to look out to us in favor and no other person out there anyhow but christ jesus god through christ jesus was able to look unto man with favor and release unto us his own righteousness that we need to be half sin and that is how we are saved not because we have been able to obey some laws. Not because we have been able to keep ourselves in one way or the other. No. And this is also bringing unto us a concern. 
that we are saved by grace doesn't mean we should now continue as humans to indulge in sin and just feel that my works does not matter no our work still matters before God. A way to prove that we are genuinely saved and we are in Christ Jesus is that our life and conduct must be able to speak out this salvation that is in us, this new life that we have received. And it's, it is by doing this that we are also demonstrating our, you know, our love of God and how also in obedience. What should we what should be our response to God's benevolent grace upon man is our perfect demonstration of his love and a life of obedience to him. When we're able to do this, then nothing around us will make a separation of us and God. I pray that God will continue to indwell in us and will live in obedience unto him always in Jesus' name. Amen. The last part of the lesson says saved by grace. And that is taken from Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 10. One thing we must understand is that grace is God's gift towards man's salvation. It is a gift that God just bestowed unto man. Please, let us understand this. As Paul also was trying to emphasize this part again, just in order to strengthen our memory and consciousness to the fact that it is nothing that we have been able to do. And there is no need for any man to boast. Oh, I did this. I'm able to do this because I am this. I've been this. No. There is nothing you have been able to do that has made you to, to be in this point of being saved. No. It is just because God decides to give you these gifts and that gift is grace. Then again, we are here opening up to a very important concern that we must be able to live for. No single individual should boast or credit salvation unto ease or herself. Neither should even anything that we are able to do by God's help unto others should become a credit of our own. No, everything is by God's grace. Also, there is an important thing we must understand, that there is a way God expects us to fit in. Because out of the extension of his grace, he is intending a purpose out of it. He did not just make man to be safe. He also predestined. He, he has a, 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 a thought of what he expects from us, even in that life he's ushering us to, and how is God expecting us to live? The first thing we must understand is that God is counting on you and her to be able to take time to listen and share of him, even unto others, and share in their pains. We must be able to understand that it is by love of God that we are saved as well and by this same love that God is tending to us we must have the same nature of him in us that we can feel other people's pain it is by when we feel their pain that we take up the responsibility of helping those in need praying for those who need prayer and encouraging people out there and that is the purpose that we have been called to live for in this journey that Christ has opened unto us for salvation. So our testimony as Christian is that we have been saved by grace and then we have now become a channel that Christ Jesus is using through God's help to also be able to reach out salvation unto others. And this is one thing we have been able to observe even as 
God released Jesus to come on earth, and he presented himself. He made the mind of God known unto everyone, and people who accepted him were saved. Also now, Christ is not a visible thing that we can see again on earth, but the world is counting on us. God is giving that responsibility unto us also to help our world and through us become a channel of blessing to another. And that is what we've been able to see in our introduction of that woman. Even though nothing deserving her, releasing herself to be praying and asking that God should save Kashmada, but she took it upon herself because she has understood that there is a purpose she is living for. So the last of it all that we must understand here is that the gift of salvation should sprag us all to good works for the glory of God. And this is the last part of our lesson and where we are drawing the curtain today. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. I'm praying that God will help us all to live unto his praise and to live unto his glory. That there is no other thing we've been called out for, but we have been called for this good work. Ensuring that the world around us is saved and ensuring that our life is preaching Christ and reflecting really that we are already in him. I pray that this grace be bestowed unto us much more and will consciously live in the understanding of this truth and to as many who are yet to know christ please this is another opportunity the grace of god is abandoned and is available for all all that we need is to accept the lord jesus christ as our lord and savior and he will definitely come and take over our life i pray that as you do this also today the lord will have his way in your life bye everyone the lord bless you